Holiday tips and fun facts from Paul, Kristen, and Dexter at Total Wine & More. My friends still rave about the Prosecco I brought last year. Let me help make your Friendsgiving unforgettable. Bordeaux is one of the world's most popular red blends, made from Cabernet, Cab Franc, and Merlot. It also makes the perfect gift for your picky boss. Having turkey and all the fixings? I suggest an easy-drinking Pinot Noir. For white drinkers, try an unoaked Chardonnay. Whether you're entertaining or just bringing the wine, we'd love to share our always low prices and ridiculous selection with you this holiday. Now offering same-day delivery at TotalWine.com. Cheers! Good morning to everybody. Um, this is my name is Ryan, and this is the Kingsman Report. It's the news everyone ignores. Um, if you saw the title, um, one of the things on here I was going to read is about a um, a cat that's been put in solitary confinement for escaping his cage at a Texas uh, veterinary clinic and helping his buddies escape. Um, There's also uh, an article that came out today, thousands of birds found dead by uh, Indian Lake, and no one knows why. Two people just got the plague in China. Um, This article talks about the Black Plague. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit about or read this article about um, protesters in Hong Kong and... uh, some of the protesters have fortified the university campus there. Um, here's an, I have an article here about um, Israel and you know the missile exchange from um, Gaza. 
um, and Israel's retaliation. Um, I can't play the video, but I'll play the sound on this one. And God kind of goes into why that's happening. And then um, I don't really like talking about politics. Um, but uh, this one is Bernie Sanders says uh, AOC will have key role in White House if I'm elected. And what this reminds me of. I mean, I don't know either one of them personally, obviously, but I mean, I've, I've seen some of the stuff they say that's been exploited on, on the media, but if you guys have never seen the movie Idiocracy, you need to go check that movie out because this, this is what this reminds me of. Um, I mean, if, if that happens, I, I don't know what, I mean, I, I don't know. It's just crazy. Um, I'm going to talk about the cold weather. Uh, obviously, we're in a cold snap right now, and uh, it's because of global warming. <laughs> Not really, but um, this this article comes out of uh, Detroit Free Press, and uh, it broke a 108-year-old temperature record there in Detroit, so I'm going to read that article. I have quite a few of this. In, in this one, um, so those of us that have a faith uh, in God or understand that, you know, our body is a temple, um, one thing I will suggest if you have time to read about it, um, read up on what the endocrine system is and uh, kind of study, you know, th those major organs that are involved in the endocrine system this article is about uh, heartburn medication recall 2019 um, it's been issued for um, uh, rancidine tablets syrups um, over cancer concerns so what you have to understand is these man-made med medications that we um, you know we run to to find instant release or, sorry, relief whenever we become ill. Um, a lot of this stuff is not good for you. Uh, natural remedies are your best way to go. Um, you know, different uh, fruits and vegetables you can eat. Um, a major one I use for, like, an anti-inflammatory is uh, honey and cinnamon. But um, all of this stuff is designed to... Uh, destroy the endocrine system so that you get cancers and you and you become ill and then uh, then you pretty much become a um, or you pretty much grow a price tag on you whenever you go to the doctor and they know these remedies they know the endocrine system but you know their their job is to sell health care treatments cancer treatments and uh, pay the bills so I'm going to read an article about this but this, this came out today, uh, this morning, but this information came out um, where they're recalling antacids because of the same issue, which I believe is what this is. But this stuff, um, you got to pay attention to this stuff because it, it's created to uh, destroy the endocrine system, even though you, you think, well, you it gives me instant relief um you definitely got to look into this 
so um, here's another one, and I'm not gonna, you know, elaborate a whole lot on the situation um, revolving around this, but um, the Supreme Court is allowing Sandy Hook families. Uh, case against Remington Arms to proceed. So um, the rifle manufacturer um, of the rifle used in, in this tragedy, um, the families are now allowed to sue uh, Remington. So I'm going to read an article about that. And then um, there's all this speculation going around about YouTube accounts uh, being deleted if you're not commercially viable. Obviously, my YouTube channel, I just recently started it up. It's not commercially viable. Um, I, I don't have that many subscribers. Um, but um, this article kind of elaborates on, you know, YouTube did a, an interview with um, with this outlet here, PCMag.com, and um, they kind of, you know, give an explanation for what the new terms of service mean. And they're kind of, you know, walking it back saying that um, what we're going to do is not necessarily uh, what the wording says that we're going to do. But they also say that, that they don't, uh, you know, suppress certain people's videos, that they don't um, suppress conservatives, um, you know. So, I mean, I'll, I'll read this, but they're going to do whatever they want to anyways. You know, I, re I heard something interesting yesterday where it says the um, um, the Fourth Amendment is protected. Um, our rights are protected under the Fourth Amendment against government, but not corporations. So governments hire corporations to infringe upon our Fourth Amendment right. Um so that's why we're having, you know, the, the deal with the iPhone that came out where they're, uh, the camera's active while you're, um, while you're using Facebook, you know, Google's gathering your medical records. Um, so, you know, the government, you, you may be protected around the, uh, government from the government doing it to you, but they're doing it in a roundabout way where they're hiring corporations to spy um, steal your metadata, your personal information, and then those companies report back um, to them or sell it to them or however they're doing it. I'm not involved in that, but I do know it, that it happens. So it's just it's just a uh, they're they're using a backdoor methods to infringe on our rights. And they're not they're saying they're not directly doing it, but. Uh, because if they did, that would be a huge constitutional rights violation. And we would, we, I mean, we inevitably could have sued our government for um, ever, everything they're worth. That would, they would never let us do that. But um, if they allow corporations to do it, because they kind of sneak in their little, uh, when you download an app, um, you accept the permissions, allow access to your camera, your photos, your um, to make phone calls, your microphones, all that stuff. And you're not reading any of that information. You're just clicking OK because you want the app. And then you're opening up um, a window for all sorts of data, your personal data to be released to these um, corporations. <clears throat> and these corporations are 
are, are a lot of them have ties in with the government or certain um, entities within the government, uh, whether it be the FBI, the CIA, the DOJ, uh, Homeland Security, what whatever it is. But if they, I mean, they have no problem if if they if if the government thinks that you're doing something that you aren't supposed to do and they go to one of these corporations and they ask for the information, that corporation is going to give that information up. I mean, it's not because, I mean, I'm sure they get threatened with, with things all the time as well. So I'll, I'll, I'll get into that also and, and read this article to you guys to kind of let you know what, um, what YouTube is saying about the whole thing. Um, like I said, I don't necessarily trust anything that they say they're they're owned by Google, so which I don't use um, Google. I use um, other search engines like uh, DuckDuckGo. It's a good one. Um, Cody's a good one. Uh, Pride's a good one. They're uh, or Brave. I'm sorry. Those are are decent ones, but the best one that I found so far is DuckDuckGo. I don't. Uh, especially looking for information that um, you know goes against some of the ideologies that are you know predominant on the internet. Um, they protect or they hide the other information that contradicts their ideology and and their preferences. They you know um, they hide that from us, suppress it from us, and you have to find other avenues in order to get it. But um, I'll go on the, this, I just found this right before I uh, started up, and it's, it's uh, probably a week older, but, um, this article is, uh, Aussie company creates virus that can kill every type of cancer. Um, so this was the, from the 8th of November. Um, it says cancer is an awful thing that no one um, should have to endure, but sadly millions do every year. However, uh, we could we could be a step closer to ensuring no one else has to die from the myriad um, of cancers that plague the human body. And a lot of these, if you listen to the podcast that I did the other day, a lot of these are caused by, and and all these old school people that are. Oh, that's not true. Uh, dude, you guys are raised up in a totally different era than than where we are now. And some of you guys will just argue with a brick wall because the information you were given 20 years ago when the information is constantly changing and you have got this cognitive dissonance about you that you don't want to uh, listen to new revelation that you're set in your ways. Well, you being set in your ways may... God forbid, it costs you your life one day because we're out here giving you information, not our opinions, but this is information. These are facts based on information that doctors have released, not what we think or not my opinion. I, I post, uh, you know, doctors' comments on here all the time of them reading the inserts from vaccinations about them going into all this stuff, telling you that it causes cancer, but yet you want to argue with us and tell us that we're wrong. Okay, that's why I don't have, I'm not a doctor for me, and then if you guys want to disregard that, whatever. There, the, a lot of these organizations, especially big farmers, looking at you with dollar signs because 
you're choosing to be ignorant. If that's what you choose, then then stay that way. That's I mean that's that's on you. It, it doesn't affect me at the end of the day. That's your choice to remain ignorant. So I said all that to um, tell you this, like they're poisoning you, and if you want to believe it or not, then whatever. So it's cause and effect. They cause the disease. They, they find the cure. This probably. You know, this has come out. There's been another one that's come out that says that they may have the cure for AIDS. They may, but this, whatever this is, will probably be suppressed because there's more money in sickness than there is in the cure. They don't want everyone walking around uh, healthy. They make money off of you. They poison your food. They give. You, they put it in the vaccinations. They do all that. You could think I'm some crazy anti-vaxxer or whatever. Uh, and, and that's fine. I honestly don't give a crap about other people's opinions. Uh, I've been there, done that. I'm older now, and I honestly don't give a crap. Um, but you can watch, or um, you can look up the information. I post it on my personal page, um, and and if you guys choose to remain ignorant, that's on you. But it says... Uh, says, however, we could be a step closer to ensuring no one else has to die from a myriad cancers that plague the human body. An Australian company has developed a virus that has been found to kill every type of cancer. It says, loads of people might raise an eyebrow about using a virus to fight a disease, but scientists have been doing it for years with good results. For example, a modified form of herpes virus is now being uh, utilized as an effective treatment against some types of skin cancer. Cowpox is a rival disease from cows' udders and forms the basis of the smallpox vaccines for humans. Uh, scientific engineers are, are now using cowpox as a basis for their treatment called CF33 to treat cancer. Early trials in mice have been shown to reduce cancer cells and now immune uh, is looking at doing uh, human experiments. It says the op uh, Australian-based company will specifically be targeting patients with triple negative breast cancer, melanoma, lung cancer, bladder, gastric, and bowel cancer, according to the Daily Telegraph. It says U.S. cancer expert uh, Professor Yuman Fong has told the newspaper there was evidence that viruses could kill cancer from the early 1900s when people vaccinated against rabies had their cancer disappear and they went into remission. I'm going to tell you this, if you change your diet and you stop with the refined sugars and you turn to more greens, uh, uh, vegetable diets, um, things like that, alleviating, you know, uh, taking certain supplements will help. Um, and then some stuff people have been arrested for, you know, telling people that um, apricot seeds, certain seeds and certain fruits will help you. Um but a lot of the stuff you're not allowed to have in here, or if you're a doctor and you practice this holistic medicine, like like one I won't mention, they'll just off you. Um, it's like I said, you, they're looking at us with dollar signs. They don't they don't give a crap about um, curing anyone out here. So uh, it says the problem was if you made the virus toxic enough to kill cancer. Uh, you were worried uh, it would also kill man. 
Well, Professor Fong believes his uh, concoction will be fine for human consumption and will be the best way to attack cancerous tumors. Patients in, uh, in the human trials will have the virus injected directly into their tumors where it will multiply until it bursts out of the tumor, effectively killing it. While the development is incredibly exciting, people have been warned that there is a long road ahead before this could be used in hospitals. Cancer Council Chief Professor um, Sanchia Arnada told the Daily Telegraph, when it is tested in a human, we will see whether the immune system mounts a defense against the virus and knocks it off before it gets to the cancer, or there could be nasty side effects. Cancer cells are very clever. Uh, they are true Darwinians that mutate to survive, and there uh, is a likelihood that uh, they will evolve to become resistant to the virus as they do now uh, to become resistant to chemotherapy and immunotherapy. Like I said, um, you can change a lot of this stuff by changing your diet. I was told for the longest you know, portion of my life that I had suffered from um, ulcerative colitis and uh, I cut things out of my diet um, and I haven't really had a at one point, I got down to, I think, 117 pounds, and I was in the hospital. And I'm, you know, six foot tall, so you can imagine what I look like. Um, and them thinking it was cancer and all, all types of other things, and they found out I had ulcerative colitis and that I can't eat certain things, and I cut those things out of my diet. And now, I mean, I'm, I'm back up to normal weight, um, but just watching what I eat and, and not putting that crap in my in my body. Uh, this article's thousands of birds found dead uh, by an Indian lake and no one knows why. It's in Delhi, India. A mis uh, it's a mystery that has baffled officials in India that killed more than 2,000 birds near the country's largest inland lake. Locals spotted the carcasses on Sunday along the shores of uh, Savar Lake, Salt Lake, in the northwestern state. Uh, some of these names I can't pronounce. Uh, the state's chief conservator of forests told CNN Wednesday they alerted state officials who found around 2,400 birds, including 20. Um, migratory species that flock to the lake each year. There's a picture of the map there. It says uh, migratory birds travel along a path known as the Central Asian Flyway, which covers regions like Siberia, Mongolia, Iran, and Afghanistan, Parasat said. Images published by CNN affiliate News 18 showed bird carcasses scattered over a large area beside the lake, which covers an area of 190 square kilometers. Um, a full capacity, at full capacity. So far, wildlife authorities haven't established the cause of deaths, but one possibility is high um, saline and alkaline levels in the water. It is an area where salt is manufactured, according to um, Ashutosha, Ashutosha Aurora, the senior official at the state's animal uh, husbandry department. The samples have been sent for analysis said uh, Shamara, 
Joint Director of State Disease uh, Diagnostic Center. At this moment, we suspect that there was some level of toxicity and high level of uh, salinity in the drinking water. We will have more details once the report comes um, from uh, Bhopal, said Sharma. Lake is considered too salty many species for many species, but local tourism sites say it is a popular gathering place for flamingos, storks, sandpipers, red shanks, black-winged stits, coots, and shovelers. It is not clear which species died. Photos show workers collecting the carcasses in the back of a truck and uh, burying them in a large uh, pit. Officials have collected some bird carcasses and water samples and sent them to a pathology lab in central uh, Pradesh state to be examined, uh, Persad said. He expects to get results back over the weekend. It'd be interesting to find out what happened with that. Now this is this this article is crazy. Um, two people just got the plague in China. Yes, the Black Plague. So I'm going to I'm gonna uh, see if this will play. Plague is caused by a bacteria called Yersinia pestis, and most of the time humans get it from a flea bite. Plague was rampant and there was no treatment for it. Plague could get into people's blood and it could turn their limbs black. And that's where we get the term Black Death. When the plague struck the Roman Empire in the sixth century, it went on to kill 25 million people. Eventually, the plague wiped out 60% of Europe. Now, before there were antibiotics, the plague would kill between 66 and 93% of people who got it. Now, with antibiotics, that mortality rate goes down to about 16%. So typically, every year in the United States, one person dies of the plague and seven people get sick. Fever, abdominal pain, nausea, vomiting. If you get these symptoms and you're living in an area where it's known that the plague has been before, then you should go seek help from your doctor. And you should definitely go to your doctor if you develop huge lymph nodes. Sometimes people with the plague, they get lymph nodes the size of a chicken egg. Also, the Centers for Disease Control says you should never feed rodents like squirrels and rats, and you certainly shouldn't touch them after they've died. We've done a great job of getting rid of the plague almost entirely in this country. Better hygiene goes a long way, but you can't entirely get rid of the bacteria. It's not just a dark ages bacteria, it's still with us. So there is a, I, I kind of just let her uh, explain a little bit of that, but um, 
the article says uh, two people in China are being treated for plague. Authorities said Tuesday it is the second time the disease, uh, the disease, the same one that caused the Black Death, one of the deadliest pandemics in human history, has been detected in the region. In May, a Mongolian couple died from bubonic plague after eating the raw kidney of a marmot, a local folk health remedy. The two recent patients from the Chinese province of Inner Mongolia were diagnosed with uh, pneumatic plague by doctors in the Chinese capital, Beijing, according to the state media. Uh, they have been receiving treatments in Beijing's uh, Xiaoyang district, and authorities have implemented preventative control measures. Um, Plague caused by bacteria and transmitted through flea bites and infected animals can develop in three different forms. And bubonic plague causes swollen lymph nodes, while septomatic plague infects the blood, um, and pneumatic plague infects the lungs. Pneumatic, the kind that Chinese patients have, is more um, virulent and damaging. Left untreated, it is always fatal, according to the World Health Organization. During the Middle Ages, plague outbreaks devastated Europe, killing around 50 million people. Since then, we've invented antibiotics, which can treat most infections if they are caught early enough. But the plague isn't gone. In fact, it's made a recent comeback. From 2010 to 2015, more than 3,248 cases were reported worldwide, including 584 deaths, according to the WHO. And that's the World uh, Health Organization, if you guys aren't paying attention. Um, the three most endemic countries are the Democratic Republic of Congo, Madagascar, and Peru. In the United States, there have been anywhere from a few to a few dozen cases of plague every year, according to the Centers of Disease Control and Prevention. In 2015, two people in Colorado died from the plague, and the year before that, there were eight reported cases in the state having caused close to 50,000 human cases during the past 20 years the plague is now categorized by who as a re-emerging disease um, I talked about this um, earlier a uh, few uh, broadcasts or streams ago about you know uh, the CDC here in this country is is uh, I'm buying like some ungodly amount of money worth of uh, uh, vaccinations for uh, a plague just like this. Um, if they're planning something, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, all we can do is speculate, but I mean, it, it just looks really weird when we go from not having any to, you know, the government buying um, a crazy ungodly amount of, of certain vaccinations all at once. Uh, says, how do you get the plague? Is it curable? According to the CDC, people usually get the plague after being bitten by a rodent flea carrying uh, the bacterium. Yersinia pestis infected animals like cats and dogs can also infect their owners. The bacteria persists because low levels circulate among populations of certain rodents the cdc says i could totally see something like this happening in california where you know they've already have typhoid fever and all that crap running around because people are you know pooping on the sidewalks and living in squander and then you know rats the size of 
um, Volkswagen Beetles running around there. Um, but, I mean, I can see a plague starting there because of just the nasty conditions and then it's spreading. Um, if those people decide they ever wanted to leave there and then it moving across. the country um, uh, it says these infected animals and their fleas serve as long-term reservoirs for the bacteria a 2018 study suggests it's not just rats that are responsible the black plague may have spread by human uh, fleas and, and body lice there is currently no effective vaccine against the plague, but modern antibiotics can prevent complications and death if given quickly enough. However, a strain of bubonic plague with high level resistance to antibiotics, um, streptomycin, which is usually the first line treatment, was seen recently in Madagascar. Untreated bubonic plague can turn into munatic uh, plague, which causes rapidly developing pneumonia after bacteria spreads to the lungs. A recent report suggests that researchers are exploring a variety of approaches to develop an effective vaccine since different vaccines, uh, vaccine designs led to different mechanisms of, imu of immunity. The authors conclude that combinations of different types might overcome the limitations of individual vaccines and effectively prevent a plague outbreak. How do you protect yourself from the plague? Keep steps for prevention of plague, including eliminating nesting places for rodents around your home, sheds, garages, and recreation areas by removing brush, rock piles, trash, and excess firewood, according to the CDC. Report sick or dead animals to law enforcement or your local health officials. Do not pick up touch, uh, or touch them yourself if absolutely must handle a sick or dead animal, wear gloves. Um, use insect repellent that contains DEET to prevent flea bites. Uh, and DEET is not necessarily good for you guys. Um, you can find natural remedies that'll uh, do just as well as DEET. Um, says contains DEET to prevent flea bites and treat dogs and cats for fleas regularly. Do not sleep with your pets as this increases your risk of getting plague. And finally, your pets should not hunt or roam rodent habitats such as prairie dog colonies. So that's, uh, that's out there. The old black death. So I covered uh, some of the protests that were happening over in um, in Hong Kong. Um, I've covered the ones in uh, Chile, Barcelona, Hong Kong. Uh, I've talked about the ones in Lebanon, um, Iraq. Um, you know, the civil unrest that's occurring there because people are wanting their independence from, from what they're now viewing as... Um, dictatorships um, and people are just getting fed up with their with their government and um, wanting a, a change or, or or something to occur 
Um, I think uh, Bolivia recently, uh, the the uh, leader of Bolivia recently stepped down, and now there's a big qualm because uh, one of I think the senators or mayors or or somebody over there, I've only scanned through that article, um, had placed himself um, as the interim president, and now you know there's kind of an outrage not only from from uh, uh, the people in Bolivia, but our government's getting. Um, involvement in it because um you know they're they're um wanting to do wanting that government to do what's best for um you know united states government or united states um, citizens that have gone there um so see how that uh that turns out but you know it seems like the world around us is is just going crazy right now uh i think here's a little uh, i obviously can't play the video uh, but i will play um i will play the audio on it so you guys can hear this is where the worst violence was on Tuesday and you can see they've really dug in they have a fire down here next to a petrol station where they are siphoning off some of the petrol in order to make petrol bombs we've seen boxes of petrol bombs that are ready to go they have this massive uh, barricade as well which they have said as soon as they have the police come anywhere near they're gonna set fire to that to keep them at bay there's a couple of uh, destroyed cars within that as well just to give you a, a sense of the scale of it uh, and and you can see People are really uh, being able to, to stockpile things. There's a stockpile of food. There's a stockpile of water. Uh, you can see here they even have a lookout to make sure uh, whether or not there's going to be any police that are coming. This particular man has bow and arrows uh, that he, uh, he has ready for the police. We've seen javelins. We've seen all sorts uh, of ordnance. Uh, but this was really uh, an interesting thing to walk through this morning to see just how organized, organized they are. I haven't seen this level of organized when it comes to this protest uh, in the five months that I've been covering it. Uh, there really is a supply chain to make sure that everybody is here. And it seems as though they have dug in here for the long haul. Now, Tuesday, you saw some incredibly intense fighting here on this bridge. The, uh, the police uh, eventually, after many hours, uh, pulling back and retreating. But there was a huge amount of, uh, of petrol bombs uh, from the protesters, tear gas, rubber bullets, sponge bullets from the, uh, the, the police. And certainly you can see plenty of remnants of that uh, on the ground. So this really does seem to have become a flashpoint for this protest. There are thousands of protesters here. Many of them are students, not all students from this particular university, but they seem to have this as a gathering point now, digging in uh, and waiting for the police. There's no sign of the police uh, at this point, except for maybe uh, a police car down the road. You can see they've actually managed to, to close off the highway as well. There were uh, some things being dropped from this bridge onto the highway. Uh, so cars have been sitting there uh, for some time. They don't seem to be going anywhere. So there's the audio from the, the video on that. Um, so uh, the article is titled Chaos and Destruction Across Hong Kong as Protesters Fortify University Campus. Um, 
says Hong Kong saw another day of travel chaos and protesters across the city on Wednesday, a day after violent clashes and a prolonged standoff at the university campus. On Tuesday, hundreds of black-clad protesters, many of them students, attempted to block riot police and enter the prestigious and largely isolated Chinese University of Hong Kong near Taipo. Under a barrage of constant tear gas, protesters hurled bricks and petrol bombs at police. It said uh, smoke could be seen across parts of new territories as protesters built massive bonfires from uh, barricades and abandoned car and an abandoned car. The fierce confrontation continued well into early hours as police kept threatening a clearance of the campus. And throughout Wednesday, protesters kept fortifying the, fortifying the campus, building massive barricades and stockpiling weapons, even constructing a makeshift catapult to fire bricks and petrol bombs at police. As of late Wednesday evening, police have made no attempt to enter the campus, even as they cleared multi uh, multiple other protest camps across the city with tear gas and uh, baton charges. And there's a picture there of one of the protesters wearing gas mask and looks like a flak vest. Um, it says late Wednesday, a Hong Kong court rejected an application by students to block police from entering the campus without a warrant. Administrator, administrators also announced the early cancellation of classes, stopping the fall semester around two weeks early. Unrest is expected to continue throughout the week, and uh, CUHK will likely be the main focus as protesters on campus arm themselves with unconventional weapons, including bows and arrows and javelins. They're going medieval. Uh, attention in the city has been focused on the campus and dramatic pictures coming out of it overnight largely replaced those from earlier this week on front pages and social media, including the shooting of a protester by police officer and the setting on fire of a man following a dispute with protesters Monday. So, you know, keep a, uh, keep these, uh, people, you know, um, in your prayers and, you know, we don't necessarily understand, you know, being in, in a culture over here where we're kind of just, um, given everything as a distraction to, um, to appease us so that we don't rise up against, um, or make any, any type of stance against the people that, um, continue to pillage our, our, um, you know, our information poison us and, and do all types of things to us. They continue to, to distract us by offering this facade of um, freedom. And the only really freedom that they're doing is the freedom to allow them to do whatever they want to and then just stress you out and, and keep us, you know, happy with the latest technology or whatever it may be at the time. Uh, but that's, I mean, this is what they do, so... Um, so I talked yesterday, uh, in the morning podcast and it was about, um, uh, what was going on with Israel and in the Gaza Strip, uh, more than 50 missiles were shot over from the Gaza Strip into Israel yesterday because of, uh, of what happened. So, um, I'll play the audio on this, but I can't, um. Like I said, I can't uh, 
play the video obviously because of copyright infringement issues but Breaking overnight, Israel says it's killed a commander in the Palestinian group Islamic Jihad in a rare airstrike on a militant leader. That strike came as Islamic Jihad said another one of its commanders was targeted by Israel in the Syrian capital of Damascus. Militants in Gaza responded by firing dozens of rockets into Israel. Some were intercepted by Israeli missiles. Elizabeth Palmer is following this developing story from London. Elizabeth, what's the latest? Good morning. Well, this all started about 10 hours ago, just as the sun was rising in the Middle East and in the short time since has already escalated. Gaza's dawn quiet was shattered when an Israeli missile hit the house of Islamic Jihad leader Baha Abu al-Atta in a targeted assassination. His funeral in Gaza quickly turned into a political call to arms. We have to launch revenge rockets night and day towards the Zionist enemy. Those revenge attacks started immediately. One Islamic Jihad rocket struck a highway, though missed the cars. And as sirens sounded in southern Israel, families within range packed up to move to safety. While Israel's Iron Dome anti-missile system intercepted rockets fired from Gaza, leaving telltale streaks in the sky. 200 miles north, in Syria, residents of Damascus surveyed the wreckage of another missile strike on a house. It targeted a second Islamic Jihad leader, about the same time as the one in Gaza. Islamic Jihad says Israel did it. Israel will neither confirm nor deny. Now, a joint statement by Islamic Jihad and the Palestinian group Hamas says that Israel has crossed what it called red lines with these attacks and it would pay a heavy price, which... So... Uh, I'll go a little bit into this article here says uh, Gaza City, Gaza Strip. Israeli airstrikes killed more Islamic uh, Jihad militants in Gaza on Wednesday as rocket fire towards Israel resumed after a brief overnight lull. Um, at least 21 Palestinians have been killed in the heaviest round of fighting in months, according to the Gaza Health Ministry. The military said more than 250 rockets have been fired at Israeli communities since the violence erupted following an Israeli airstrike that killed a senior Islamic Jihad commander accused of being the mastermind of recent attacks. Israeli has stepped up its battle against Iran and its proxies across the region. The appointment of the new hardline defense minister, Naftali Bennett, uh, after the deadly target strike on Tuesday, an Israeli army official said the country had no choice. <clears throat> There's a little grammatical um, error there. They had no choice but to kill the Islamic Jihad commander. So, uh, if you were paying attention to uh, or watched or, you know, listened to the uh, uh, podcast last night. Um, 
as I was sitting there, you know, reading some of the news articles that were happening over, over that time, um, my Twitter account started going crazy and there were attacks last night and, and, uh, they started, um, they started in last night again and there were reports of, um, Israeli aircraft over the Gaza Strip yesterday, but, you know, as I tell everybody, I'm going to continue to watch this. Uh, some people may not pay much mind to this, but I'm going to continue to watch this because I always say this. This is the catalyst that will, everything that happens in the Middle East, because that are where the majority of resources are, regardless of, you know, our oil reserves we have in this country, um, they have a lot of oil reserves there, a, a lot of uh, things that we want to capitalize on, and that'll be the catalyst to protect interest for all nations around the world. Um, and, uh, you know, the, the trade agreements that's going on with China and uh, Russia, Turkey opening trade routes, all this stuff is going to be catalyst for what happens in the upcoming years. Um, you know, we may have... Um, a little bit time left with the current president we may get a new one and then everything will change again or we may get four more years so also dependent upon you know if that power changes then we'll see what happens with the policies in the Middle East um, and speaking of um, you know people presidents and people running for president uh, I mentioned at the beginning of this this article reminded me uh, of you know something out of something out of the movie Idiocracy, and if you haven't seen the movie, you guys should. I mean, it's it's kind of crazy, but you guys should definitely check it out. But this, if these two get together, I mean, I don't, uh, <laughs> I don't know what's gonna happen. But so the article is: Bernie Sanders says AOC will have a key role in my White House if I'm elected in 2020. Um, Let me see if I can, if it'll let me play this. I don't, I don't know if it will or not. Ugh. Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. Hang on a second. Well, I'll see if I can get this uploaded.
I don't think it's gonna upload if it does then then I'll start it over but um, so uh, the Democratic representative from New York Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez would be given a vital role in Bernie Sanders administration and could even be tapped for a cabinet level position uh, the 2020 presidential hopeful told ABC News on Sunday it says look I have said this before and let me say it again and I do not want Cortez to hear this, but um, uh, because her head will explode, Senator Sanders uh, said during a joint interview alongside the freshman House member, I don't know of any person I've been in Congress for years who in the course of less than a year, she's been in office less than one year and has, um, has had more of an impact on the American politics as a freshman member of Congress than she, ha uh, than she has. When asked about a possibility of Cortez joining the cabinet, Sanders responded that she is deserving of an influential role if he wins in 2020. Uh, she, she is, again, at the end of one year, she is a leader in the United States Congress and her ideas are resonating all over this country. Well, I can tell you where I'm at, they're, they're not resonating here whatsoever. Um, People here honestly think you're a dingbat. Um, he said, if I'm in the White House, you will play a very, very important role, no question. And Sanders also criticized former New York mayor and billionaire Bloomberg in the same interview for floating the idea of his own presidential run. It's because he would beat you, um, even though I don't necessarily like him either, um, and declining to campaign. In the, here's the thing. They want to, you know... Bloomberg is like a media mogul, and he's very wealthy. Sanders kind of doesn't, um, he doesn't necessarily talk about his wealth, but he owns a lot of property, nice cars, crap like that, um, and he doesn't necessarily talk about the things that he owns, but he doesn't want someone who's wealthy to beat him at his own game, I guess, so um, I think people would probably go for Bloomberg before they would go for him. Uh, me personally, neither one. Um, says that is the arrogance of billionaires. He said, but I mean, this guy is. Uh, I don't, it's it's dumb. It says we're all over uh, New Hampshire, South Carolina, Nevada, California, but he's too important. You see, you're uh, when you're worth fifty billion. I guess you don't have uh, to have town meetings. You don't have to talk to ordinary people. Sanders said. Um, well, Sanders, you may not have billions, but I'm sure you have millions. And if you don't have it in, you know, tangible, um, you know, money, then you definitely have it in in uh, properties and possessions. It says what you what you do is take out, I guess, a couple billion dollars and you buy the state of California. But I mean, if 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 this guy does win. Um, and and that happens there. That's that's gonna be funny. So thought I'd share this uh, this article here. It's, uh, Detroit's cold weather just broke a 108 year old temperature record. I mean it's it's cold where where I'm at. I haven't even checked the. Uh, I went out there earlier and it's freezing.
Now we're up to 45 degrees right now. It's not bad. It says um, temperatures, this is comes out of uh, the Detroit Free Press, but it says temperatures dipped to a record lows. The Q line, uh, the Q line went down. It's just another day in Detroit, which if you're looking at a map in north of uh, Windsor, after digging out from record daily and monthly snowfall records, southeast Michigan endured a deep chill so cold that it broke a 100-year record, uh, 100-plus year record with single-digit temperatures on Wednesday. The unofficial low Wednesday in Detroit was just 7 degrees, beating a 1911 all-time record low of 12 degrees, according to the National Weather Service in White Lake. That was, by the way, the same year Michigan adopted its state flag. On Tuesday, Detroit also set a record low of 13 degrees, breaking the previous low of 16 degrees in 1983, the year after I was born. Uh, it says, it has been so cold that Q-Line streetcar services had to be suspended Wednesday morning, uh, likely, a spokesman said, because of warm, uh, because of water main broke and water was icing the tracks, making it unsafe to operate. Service was later restored with 15-minute waits between arrivals. It says, the Q-Line normally runs up and down Woodward from 6 a.m. to midnight, Mondays through Thursdays from 6 a.m. to 2 a.m., Fridays from 8 a.m. to 2 a.m., Saturdays from 8 a.m. to 11 p.m. on Sundays. Kevin McCain, uh, Kevin Kacken, probably totally butchered that, a National Weather Service meteorologist predicted temperatures would edge up slightly, and they are forecasted uh, to go above freezing Thursday and Friday, turning snow into slushy mess. And it should gradually warm to the 40s, but next month winter officials will uh, winter officially will arrive. And it's been worse. Be um, it's the worst behind us this season, probably not. When I stammer on my words, my brain is uh, thinking about something the same time I'm trying to read. My I tend to read ahead with my mind faster than I can get it out with my words or my mind will be thinking of something else at the same time that I'm trying to read. So I kind of just, my brain goes everywhere at the same time. Okay, so I talked, uh, you know, at the beginning of, of, of all this about, um, you know, reading up on the endocrine system and the benefits of putting uh, natural medicines in your body, um, eating a greener diet, eating healthier, and not necessarily going straight to the conventional um, temporary fix or instant relief, but you know, finding other ways using natural remedies um, as, a, as a better way than just going and popping a Zantax for a heart disease. Um, or not heart disease, but you know, um, uh, and acids and stuff like that. So, uh, in this article, it says heartburn medication recall 2019, another recall issued for uh, rancidine tablets, syrups over uh, over cancer concerns. And I also mentioned that they, um, this was mentioned earlier in the year about a recall that was done on, on a few of them and uh, over cancer concerns. So, I'm going to get into this article, but I will suggest learning more about the endocrine system, the major um, organs in the human body, and how when you when you put a BPA or um, 
genetically modified organism in your body, it attacks these organs. So from, from those uh, major glands in the body, um, cancer will branch off of those and you could get, you know, liver cancer, uh, kidney cancer, pancreatic cancer, any of those things from just putting, uh, they attack, uh, predominantly they attack those major glands first and then they'll branch off from those and cause uh, cancer to spread throughout the body and then attack the other major glands in the body. But read more about the endocrine system. I've, I'm layman on pretty much everything that I talk about, and I only know uh, enough not to take certain crap or, or listen to doctors that are, um, you know, holistic doctors or have natural remedies. Dr. Group is a good one. Uh, he's out of Texas. Um, and the, the young lady that I, I uh, played a clip of in the podcast the other night, got demonetized but we got it back up um or got copyright stricken but it's back up now i took out all the parts that were copyright stricken so it's actually back up you can go listen to that it's probably about 10 minutes into the podcast and i play a clip about uh, her telling you what's in the vaccinations and which which vaccinations carry um um genetically modified organisms aborted uh, fetal tissue and different topics like that it's also posted on my personal facebook page and you guys can check that out as well but uh this article says after several retailers pulled uh ranitidine heartburn medications from the shelves amino pharmaceuticals llc amrx has issued a recall for several ranitidine tablets and syrups because they may contain cancer causing impurity the recall affects 150 to 300 milligram ranadine tablets and 15 milligram or milliliter ranadine syrups. The affected medication may have an N nitro nitro so dimethylamine or NDMA in amounts that are above levels set by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration or the FDA. NDMA is a substitute that could cause cancer. It says in the ratadine medication was produced by am amniol and used to treat stomach acid, including the prevention of ulcers and gastro uh, gastro reflux disease. Consumers can identify the recall medication by the NDC numbers located on the product label, and the affected medication was distributed to wholesalers, distributors, retailers, and repackagers. A full list of recall um, medication can be viewed here. There's a list here. Um, I'm going to go ahead and click on this and see. So. Here's a, here's a whole list of them. Um, on this article, but. The consumers uh, who have the recalled tablets or syrups should stop using the medication. They should contact Sterile Cycle at 1-866-918-8768 Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Eastern for more information. It says adverse reaction to the medication can be reported to Immunal Drug and Safety at 1-877-835-5472 Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern or by email at drugsafety at aminal.com. 
it says amino or amino or whatever um, has not received any reports of adverse reactions due to the recall of medication. It says individuals that experience problems from the affected ranadine tablets and syrups could contact their healthcare provider. And shares of amino stock were up 1.89% as of 9.19 a.m. Eastern Time on Wednesday. So, uh, if you guys have any of these harbor medications, find an alternative and get rid of the crap. Um, So I said I wouldn't elaborate too much on this, but um, Supreme Court allows Sandy Hook family's case against Remington Arms to proceed. So, um, says the Supreme Court has denied Remington Arms Company bid to block lawsuit filed against families of victims of the Sandy Hook school massacre. So the families say Remington should be held liable as the maker and promoter of the AR-15 style rifle used in the 2012 killings. Says the court opted not to hear the gunmaker's appeal in a decision that um, was announced Tuesday morning. The justices did not include any commitment, or sorry, comment about the case in Remington Arms Company versus Soto, as they turned it away. Remington had appealed to the biggest or to the highest federal court after the Connecticut Supreme Court allowed the Sandy Hook lawsuit to proceed in March. In recent court filings, Remington says the case um, presents a nation, uh, nationally important question about U.S. gun laws, namely how to interpret the 2005 Protection of Lawful Commerce and Arms Act, which grants broad immunity to gun makers and declares uh, from prosecution over crimes committed with their products. Yeah, this will put uh, Remington probably out of, out of business if it proceeds, but I mean, who's who's to say? He says, Remington manufactured the uh, Bushmaster AR-15 style rifle that um, that dude used on December 4, 2012 to kill 20 first graders and six adults at elementary school in Newtown, Connecticut. Families first filed their lawsuit on December 2014, saying the Bushmaster rifle never should have been sold to public because it was a military style weapon. Now, the style of the weapon um, is a military style weapon, but it's also not a fully automatic weapon. It is a three round burst. Um, you know, you pull the trigger three rounds, pull the trigger three rounds. Now, you can, and they outlawed uh, bump stocks where you could bypass that, um, in, in a way, sort of bypass that. Um, and you can release them a lot faster, but, uh, just because it looks like a military weapon doesn't necessarily mean that it has the same, um, doesn't have the same, uh, me mechanics as it. I mean, it, it does, but it doesn't. There are, uh, minor differences in, you know, what the military use and what civilians use, um, they can be altered, and I won't go into that, but if you alter it, it's definitely illegal, so I wouldn't recommend it. Um, it says they accuse Remington of violating Connecticut's unfair trade practices law when it knowingly marketed and promoted the Bushmaster XM15 ETS rifle for use in assault against human beings. 
closely watched lawsuit has survived many legal twists and turns, moving from state to federal court and back to or back and repeatedly escaping bids by Remington and gun owners groups to quash it. I'm sure, I don't know. It says, while the suit initially centered on a claim of a negligent instrument or providing a gun to someone who plans to commit a crime with it, the case now hinges on Remington market, uh, how Remington marketed the gun. It says, the 2005 federal law that shields gun companies from liability has several expect, uh Exceptions including one allowing lawsuits against a gun maker or seller that knowingly violates state or federal laws governing how a product is sold or marketed. In March, the Connecticut Supreme Court breathed new life into the family's lawsuit. When it ruled, uh, they can sue Remington for marketing a military-style wep uh, weapon to civilians. That decision reversed a Connecticut Superior Court ruling that would have ended the case. Now that the Supreme Court has declined to take up Remington's appeal, the case will uh, return to a lower court in Connecticut. One of the plaintiffs in the case is David Wheeler, whose six-year-old son, Ben, was killed in Sandy Hook's shooting. Uh, Wheeler told NPR earlier this year that to him, the lawsuit is about responsibility. And he recalled one of Remington's ads for a gun that carried the tagline, consider your man card reissued. What kind of society allows manhood to be defined this way? It says the AR-15 is a close relative to the Colt Company M16 automatic rifle used by the U.S. military. Since Colt patents for the original AR-15 expired in the 1970s, other manufacturers have been making guns based on the similar design. In filings with the U.S. Supreme Court, the Sandy Hook family say Remington published promotional materials that promised military-proven performance for a mission-adaptable uh, shooter in need of ultimate combat weapon system. They also accused the company of fostering lone gunman narrative as they promote as it promoted the Bushmaster citing an ad that proclaimed forces of opposition bowed down. You are single-handedly outnumbered. Parents who lost their children on that horrible day have said it was no accident that Lanza picked the AR-15 style rifle to carry out his shooting rampage. And in 2016, Nicole Hockley, whose son Dylan was killed in the attack on the elementary school, said the gunman chose the AR-15 style gun because he knew it would kill as many people as possible and as fast as possible. Um, although this is one of the most dangerous um, weapons out there, um, you know, that's accessible for civilian use, there are multiple uh, weapons out there that are accessible for civilian use that can do just as much damage but what you need to take into consideration is it is the person that commits these um, atrocities and the mental state of that person when they go to to do these uh, heinous acts of violence um, you know my perspective on the whole it's a mental illness thing I believe it most definitely is um, and a lot of times people will say, well, this person was seeing a psychiatrist or he was seeing, you know, he was going to a mental health outpatient facility and he was being medicated. Um, a lot of times with, with what happens is there's an issue of over medicating a patient and not giving a patient counseling. So you're over medicating a person and they're put into a state where they don't necessarily 
they're not necessarily coherent of what's going on and they don't necessarily understand how to describe this to a counselor nor do they want to express the way they feel to a counselor so they bottle those feelings up inside and when they go and they do crazy crap like this it most definitely is a mental health issue but i would say a solution and it may not be the solution to the issue but a solution to the issue would be to offer um, more therapeutical counseling to a person that um, is in need of a type of um, SSRI or uh, medication to help their emotional state um, and get comfortable with the patient and then make them feel like they um, can speak to you about the issues that they have going on their on their lives in their lives and the feelings that they're having um, to commit um, you know tragedies like this but where there is medication I think we are lacking in this country in um, in um, counseling the counseling portion of it I believe is more important than just giving somebody uh, a dosage of medication because of the lack of counseling um, almost always because and I, and I know this um, you know I've experienced having to take certain medications because of uh, post-traumatic stress disorder um, and the lack of even counseling in that but and and then you know working with homeless who have had mental illnesses and and different issues in their life but being able to talk to these people or you know having a certain type of um, empathy towards people that are going through situations in their life a lot of times people are just paid to talk and they're just going to talk to these people to earn a paycheck they don't necessarily care about what's going on in there in the individual's life so they just over medicate them to make them docile to where the person doesn't necessarily want to speak to uh, somebody because they get the feeling they don't the person who they're talking to doesn't necessarily understand um, I think there should be extensive background checks on people that have mental illness or, or have been involved in um, anything like that. Um, but this uh, making make, making the weapon so e easily accessible. I mean, a person that has an idea to do something and that is in. Um, in a place that a lot of us w won't understand, ever understand, um, they're going to figure out a way by any means to do what they have planned to do or to carry out what they've planned to do. And that's just the sad reality about it. Um, but I, I, I think, um, as far as the mental health aspect, I think, you know, counselors should be more involved in, in, also the distribution of the medication not overdosing a patient to the point to where they just totally become isolated and docile and they won't talk uh, monitoring that medication to where they're not just totally off in a zombified state of mind and then being able to talk to them and gaining a rapport and making them feel comfortable i think would be more beneficial but we most definitely lack in in the um the counseling and just over medicate these people i'm not going to say any more about it this is a tragedy that occurred um it's just sad so 
we talk about this because this is a lot of talk, especially by uh, some of the guys that that I watch on YouTube are, are talking about this a lot. Um, so the guidelines are going to change on December 10th. So um, they're going to change on December 10th, and a lot of the wording in the in the new guidelines have changed to make it seem like the people that aren't commercially viable or you know don't have enough um, followers or or views that that they can't um, YouTube can't I guess inevitably profit off of that these people are going to be um, um, or or lose their channels or and or lose their subs and and pretty much disappear. So this interview is with uh, PC Mag and and you know they got to talk to some of the people some of the hires up at YouTube. So I'm gonna read this article. I don't necessarily believe everything that that's said in this article because regardless, and I understand I'm using the platform now. Um, you know they've been acquired by Google and Google suppresses information. Uh, for everybody so like I said you can get this on podcast Periscope Twitch DLive uh, Twitter streams it also at the same time because uh, it's linked to Periscope uh, my personal page and Periscope my personal page and then you can you know you can um, view those there if you want um, and then you know every other uh, pretty much anywhere you can get a, uh, a podcast, you can get the podcast for this. It's later uploaded to that. And the, honestly, the only thing I'm, I'm monetized on is uh, the podcast. And I don't even make a lot of money off of that. Uh, I'm talking like change. I don't, I, I don't, um, I'm not benefiting anything. So it says YouTube accounts can be deleted if no longer commercially viable. It says the no longer commercially viable wording added to YouTube's terms of service has the vlogging crowd worried that it will shut down niche video channels that mainstream advertisers don't like. But YouTube says nothing has changed. Now with my channel, I'm I'm reading articles, and a lot of these articles are overseen by mainstream or, or by people in general, or hidden, or people aren't paying attention to them. And I just go through and I find. You know the strange ones now there are guys that are have been doing this way before me who i i i'm subs to their channels marfugal news is an awesome one uh dabu seven is an awesome one um jacob israel is an awesome one but these guys uh um you know, especially jacob israel is is being in i mean well i guess pretty much all of them um are being um, censored in a way, and none of them really, I mean, go off the handle on stuff. A lot of us are just reading news articles that um, that are on mainstream websites, or we have to go hunt for them and other through other avenues and find them, you know, or then we take multiple articles and put them together to kind of show you what's going on. But they're suppressing a lot of information out there because of. Um, the exposure, but we're all just reading news articles is, is what's crazy. So they may not like our twist or our perspective on what's actually happening or, you know, us reading between the lines or whatever it may be. But I mean, this is the occurrence as of now. So, um, 
So like I said, this is from PC Mag. It says YouTube's attempt to explain when it can um, terminate your account has led to a confusion among its most prolific users. The, uh, the Google-owned video platform chose a, a curious way to explain, implying that YouTube can delete your account if your videos alienate advertisers. YouTube may terminate your access or your Google account's access to all of, or part of the service if YouTube believes in its sole discretion that provision of the service to you is no longer commercially viable, reads the change to YouTube's terms of service, which will go into de uh, effect on December the 10th. The no longer commercially viable wording has the vlogging uh, crowd worried that YouTube is empowering itself to shut down niche video channels that mainstream advertisers don't like. Um, uh, here is a uh, tweet that says, and this is from Emperor Lemon, it says, the way I see it, the clause gives YouTube the discretion to erase channels that they believe threaten YouTube's reputation for advertisers. News, media, or government, they basically already did this with Mumkey, and they're just now confirming it. Bad change, but not disastrous. So, it says, although the fine print sounds scary, YouTube told PC Mag that nothing has actually changed. Now, one thing that they have changed, um, whenever we go to stream or upload a video, it asks us, is this video made for, like, child-specific? So, is it made for children? If it's made for children, they won't play certain advertisements on those videos via whether it be alcohol um, or anything like that. So if a, if a kid is watching, um, you know, their favorite channel, let's say, you know, uh, uh, I, the kid's name's Ryan, where he he's like one of the most wealthy YouTubers and he goes through and looks at um, and reviews of different toys. My nephew loves him. Uh, then they won't play certain uh, advertisements on those videos because obviously children are watching. So, which I think is a good idea. Um, I'm not complaining about that. This says, uh, "Oh, the fine print sounds scary." Uh, YouTube told PC Mag nothing has actually changed. We're not changing the way the products work, um, how we collect or process data, or any of your settings. We're also not changing how we work with creators nor their rights over their works or their right to monetize, YouTube spokeswoman Ivy Chow said in an email. The wording was designed to ensure that video uploaders are aware of the platform's existing terms and service which say YouTube can terminate your account if you break the rules. Um, now, I do understand that, but our deal is like you're... With these platforms, with these search en engines, you are allowing other people's voice to be more prolific over other people's voices that don't fit your ideology. And that, I think, is ridiculous because um, your side also you know, claims and declares the First Amendment, their freedom and right to expression and speech. And you are suppressing other people's rights and um by suppressing their freedom of speech or freedom of expression just to get your point across and to make your point more predominant in the search engines on the YouTube channels because you don't agree with it. I don't think that that is fair. That, at the end of the day, may not cost you a lot because you're such a predominant um, you know, source out here or platform. It may not cost you a lot, but it's going to cost you. A lot of us, even me, like I don't, you know... Um, 
put all my eggs in a basket when it comes to YouTube. I stream on multiple other channels that are outside of, of YouTube. Um, and if I get the boot because you don't agree with what I say, then so be it. I mean, it's not, I mean, not going to rain on my parade. I honestly don't give a crap, but for the guys that are out there that you're suppressing subs, video views, their analytics, any of those things, you need to let up. Um, because, and whether you want to admit it or not, you still work for the beast. You still work for the system. Um, and in order to get their point across, you're going to put down and, and suppress everyone else's information to make your rhetoric um, the one that's predominant in this platform. I don't think that that's fair. Um, I really don't give a crap if you disagree or don't want me speaking up about this, but I think it, it is unfair. You can't claim that you are exercising your First Amendment rights uh, for freedom of expression, freedom of speech, and then suppress the ones that you don't agree with just because you own the platform. I think that that is ridiculous, um, to say the least. I think it's just ridiculous. Um, you're a contradiction is honestly what I think. If if I didn't want to use you guys tomorrow, I would stop using you. I really don't give a crap. I'm on other stuff. Uh, even Facebook, the, you know, um, I use them and they're not as suppressive as you guys are. They do, but they're not as suppressive as you guys are. Um, but anyways, you guys need to give equality to everybody and not just the ones that fit your ideology is the point I'm trying to make here with this rant give them equal opportunity you give everybody on your platform and just because it's your platform you've given uh you know the public an opportunity to use this domain and this platform and a lot of the guys that i know that use it that you're suppressing aren't doing bad things they're not uh you know they're not talking about half the crazy crap that you see on your platform but I also understand the whole, you know, desensitizing agenda and passing a certain type of ideology to get people on board with what every, you know, this technocratic society dystopia that you're going to press forward as a utopia is going to have in store for us. But, you know, like I say, be fair with everybody. If you want to um, suppress, you know, the guys that I enjoy watching, um, you know, we're they're behind the scenes setting up avenues in other places because they're tired of this crap. That's why I don't use uh, Google Chrome anymore. I use DuckDuckGo because I can't look. I can go to uh, DuckDuckGo go right now and and I can type in the search bar. Man, men can, and it's going to give me men can have periods. Men can have this. Men can have that. It, 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 scientifically, that's not even possible. But aside from that, if I go to Doug to go and I type in men can, it gives me a whole different um, stuff outside of the whole ideology and the agenda that's being pushed with the desensitization of our youth and, and uh, you know, our morals, our civility. Uh, and you wonder why people are out here acting crazy. Uh, but I digress. So I'm going to go back to, to this article. I'm just saying be fair. That's it. Just be fair. Um, a lot of us are just reading the damn news articles that are on. That, and a lot of these places that, we're, that we read these news articles have 
channels on your platform, but you don't suppress them from reading their news articles, just us from reading their news articles. I don't get it, but whatever. Um, it says there's also another way to read the wording. In a sense, it means Google can shut down all of YouTube if the service no longer becomes commercially viable. I just assumed that happened. Uh, to clarify, there, this is from Team YouTube's uh, Twitter account. Um, it says, to clarify, there are no new rights to our TOS uh, terms of service and account because it's not making money. As before, we may discontinue certain YouTube features uh, or parts of the service, for example, if they're outdated or have low usage, this does not impact creators slash viewers in any new ways. It says earlier this year, several major brands suspended their ads with YouTube after it was revealed that pedophiles were using the comment section on videos featuring minors to exchange contact details and links to child pornography. Sick bastards. In response, YouTube killed the comment sections on, on most videos featuring minors. Another upcoming change, YouTube's Terms and Service now mentions content, the responsibility of the person or entity that provides it to the service. YouTube is under no obligation to host or serve content. It says YouTube may have included the change to address charges of censorship and now has been taking down videos promoting neo-Nazism, which is good, uh, white supremacy, which is good. And it says conspiracy theories. But here's the thing about the conspiracy theories, okay? Because a lot of the conspiracy theories that are being spoke about out here, um, there, I mean, you got okay. So the chemtrail one was like this huge conspiracy forever. People thought people that were talking about the the chemtrail conspiracy was crazy. But you can go to YouTube, look up John Brennan CFR chemtrails, and he talks blatantly about it on YouTube's platform about a quote unquote conspiracy theory. I think that's ridiculous. So what you're saying, or what you're doing and what you're saying is a contradiction. So you're saying we can't talk about conspiracy theories, but as long as it's an ex-CIA director at the Council for Foreign Relations, um, he can use your platform to talk and admit that it's not a conspiracy theory. But if we talk about it, we're conspiracy theorists. And they've time and time again proven that this isn't a conspiracy. There's multiple quote-unquote conspiracies that are happening that aren't conspiracies. They're facts, but you call it a conspiracy because you don't want the truth to, to become out. Uh, the term conspiracy theory is just a way to suppress the truth or um, a speculation on what could be an actual truth without evidence. And, and it's a theory because we haven't necessarily gathered all the evidence on it first in order to back up our claim. So, I mean, you call it conspiracy, and then as so, what's going to happen? You're going to kick a bunch of conspiracy theorists off of your um, side, but then whenever that information becomes um, no, well-known information, and and um, you know the public has access to all of it, what are you going to do then? You're going to give those people their channels back because they were the first ones to talk about your quote-unquote conspiracy theories. Mm. But you won't because, you know, you're whatever. Um, but good, I mean, good on the on taking down the, uh, the white supremacy and the neo-Nazism. That's good. But I don't think, you know, the conspiracy theories, if they're just some, you know, radicalized, crazy 
crap like that, I can understand it. But if we're just talking, if we're just uh, speculating, you can't call it a conspiracy because we're speculating on something. We're just thinking about it. Um, but it says, in June, the platform updated its rules to ban videos that promote the superiority of one group over another and conspiracy theory videos that claim someone has evil, corrupt, or malicious intent, but they're all over the place. So if you have one that's up against our current president because it fits uh, Google's agenda, then we will allow that one. They do, because you can go to YouTube right now and you can type it in and they pop up like first in your search bar. But if a right-wing, what they call extremist, puts something up like that or conservative, then you ban their videos, demonetize their videos, and suppress their videos. So it's only if it fits your ideology. And I don't think that that's fair. So you can claim your First Amendment, but whenever someone on the other side of that ideology exercises their First Amendment because you own the platform, you can suppress the information. We, I mean, we know what's going on. We're not idiots. It says, if a user does get banned for their content, is taken down, YouTube will send a notification unless law enforcement prohibits it. According to updated terms of service, where YouTube is terminating your access for service changes where reasonably possible, you will now be provided with sufficient time to export your content from the service, the company says. Banned users will also be able to view videos on YouTube. They just won't be able to comment or upload content. They can also appeal the ruling if they believe YouTube terminated their account in error. So there's a thing here it says YouTube fined $170 million for violating children's online privacy. Well, you should also be uh, fined for suppressing people's information and then exclaiming your First Amendment, but then not allowing people that don't agree with you to not exercise theirs. I think that that is ridiculous and a huge contradiction. It's the whole liberal ideology that we have to respect what you believe and you demand that we respect and understand what you believe because that's your first amendment but as soon as we try to give you the facts not the feelings of it but the facts of it um you don't want to hear what we have to say and then you you know demonize us and put us down um but then you force this um, respect us thing well here's the thing uh, regardless of of all that other crap the um you know, the liberalism, conservatism, any of that other stuff. You as a human being, if you disrespect me, then I'm not going to show you any respect. That's just how it goes. I'm the first to offer it. But as soon as you disrespect me, then I have no more respect for you. And there's no more gaining it back with me. Um, so I will allow you to exercise your First Amendments, any of those uh, um, constitutional rights. But don't come up to me and say that I have to respect your ideologies um, under the First Amendment, and then you crap on my ideas and my views and the facts that I have, that is, that is, uh, that's just dumb, okay? This is why people don't like you. This is why people disrespect you, is because you're one-sided, okay? If you became unbiased and you learned to respect other people's points of views and understandings, then there could probably be a conversation out there but because you, you're you know stuck in this um, in this one track mind state of mind that you don't you think everyone that doesn't agree with you is wrong or that we are afraid to change or or any of those things and it's not any of that it's um, 
a lot of us just don't want to follow the trend. You understand that? Like we don't get sucked into the trend and say, oh, well, I'm going to do this because this is the popular thing to do. Um, you guys are, I mean, dude, if you want respect from, from other people and you want to have a conversation, learn to be a respecter of other people's ideas and their understandings. Don't operate in your feelings all the time um, because it gets you nowhere. It'll make you look like an ass at the end of the day in front of everybody because, you know, you got butt hurt because um, someone didn't necessarily agree with what you had to say. And look, not everyone is is um, going to agree with you. No, Not everyone agrees with anyone. I'm married and my wife and I don't agree with each other all the time, but it doesn't mean we go at each other's throats and disrespect each other because we don't agree with each other. That's just immature for one. Um it's just dumb. It gets you nowhere. Um, if you guys really want to, you know, be progressive, then how about you um, get facts to back up your progressive ideology and then have conversations with people um, in order to create the change that you're wanting to see in the world instead of, you know, um, putting everyone else down that doesn't agree with you. The only way you're going to make changes through a conversation, and that conversation is going to come from having a mutual respect. And when you can open the dialogue, then you can open the door for understanding and you can, you know, possibly see the empathy that you're wanting from other people. But, you know, a lot of the things that are, are have um, taken sides with you guys, uh, with that, that side of the aisle and particularly, um, people don't agree with, you know, and, and then the targeted audiences from some of the things that you guys are promoting whether it be, um, in, in this, these are just examples. It doesn't mean that I personally have anything against any of these things personally because these are your choices. They, they don't affect me at the end of the day. Okay. So whether, um, you're targeting, you know, with the, uh, transsexual thing, uh, whether you're targeting children at libraries or the sex education that they're passing in school, all these different things. Why are you going after the youth is my question. We need to have a real conversation about that. Why are you targeting the youth with with doing this type of crap? Because one of the transsexuals in Texas was actually a pedophile dressed up in, in drag. So um, you can understand why people, like we have concerns. People that have children have concerns and you can't call us bigots or separatists or any of these radicalized terminology that you give us um to say that we because we don't agree with what what you guys are trying to do that we can't um, disagree with it like i i i i disagree of having that that type of garbage around my children personally and if it affects my children personally or one of you pedophiles touches my children personally then you and i are personally going to have a problem um and a serious one at that. But anyways, open up a dialogue for conversation. You want respect. You want us to respect your your um, freedom of expression and your freedom of speech. Then learn to respect ours equally. Or then don't respect each other at all. Okay? So I'm going to leave it at that. Um, from all the serious crap that I just went through. And then I'm going to go to this one because I put this uh, in the title. So... 
It says this cat placed in solitary confinement for repeatedly breaking feline friends out of a shelter. I thought this was funny. And I'll end on a good note since I went through a bunch of crazy crap there. But it says a mischievous cat named Quilty has earned internet fame for repeatedly breaking himself out of his enclosure at the Texas Animal Shelter. But he doesn't just escape. He brings all of his feline friends along with him. It says, uh, the Friends for Life Animal Shelter of Houston posted about this little Houdini on Facebook late last month. It says, Quilty will not be contained, and he has no shame, the organization wrote. Quilty loves to let cats out of, their, out of the senior room repeatedly several times a day. I'm a cat person myself. I mean, I like dogs, but I have a, a fat cat named uh, Leander, and I mean, I, I love cats. I, think, I thought this story was funny. It says uh, the shelter wrote that uh, his prison breaks became so um, frequent that staff had to do something about it, and Quilty proofed the cat room by banishing the feline in an attempt to temper the mass escapes. His roommates missed him while he was banished to the lobby, and they enjoyed their nighttime escapades around the shelter. The staff, however, did not miss the morning cat wrangling, so uh, we'll just have to agree to disagree there, the shelter added. Yeah. Um, so there he is <laughs> there's a picture of Quilty there you can see <laughs> I think that this is hilarious but he's there um, behind bars or behind glass actually but I think that that's hilarious um, I like mischievous cats it says the six year old cat has always been a prison break master it seems as the shelter said he would let his dog siblings in the house at his previous home, or let, um, yeah, he would let his dogs, the siblings in the previous home. The post was attached photos went viral, garnering over 16,000 shares, more than 1,100 comments, um, or 11,000 comments. Quilty became so beloved that a shelter continued to update followers about the cat's antics and repeated escape attempts. Here's an update that says Quilty's review with the parole board was denied, so he uh, so he released himself of his own recognizance today. Joked the shelter on Facebook on Halloween. He felt that uh, confinement had nothing more to offer him. He has been returned to solitary. The shelter even began selling merchandise, including shirts branded with the hashtag #FreeQuilty, and started an Instagram account for him. Oh man, that's hilarious. However, unlike many escapes, Quilty's story appeared to um, be heading towards happy ending. And the shelter updated the cat's online profile Tuesday, explaining that the pet is one on a one-week trial period with potential adopter who appeared to be wild about him. He hasn't shown any sickness at all yet. He is the most loving and affectionate cat I have ever met. His potential fur parent told the shelter it seems the sly little cat may have escaped his uh, way into a forever home after all good for quilty i thought you guys might like that story there since i talked about a bunch of uh, crazy crap going on in our world but anyways i'm gonna go ahead and get off here if you guys didn't tune into this i will um what I do after this is I record this into my uh, audio program and then I release it on the podcast form and it'll be available on iTunes, Deezer, Podcast Addict, Google Podcast, um, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spreaker, and you know a few others there. 
Um, and if you ever decide you want to tune into this, it's on YouTube, Twitch, and DLive under the Kingsman Report, all streaming simultaneously, and then on Periscope and uh, Facebook under Ryan Barnes. Uh, that's my personal page. And uh, as always, this is uh, the Kingsman Report. It's the news everyone ignores. If you ever want to call in, the number is scrolling across the bottom of the screen. There's a chat open up. And if you want to send me articles, the best way to get them to me is through um, the Kingsman Report 2019 at gmail.com. You can also follow on the Kingsman Report Rep 1 at Twitter, um, uh, Instagram under the Kingsman Report, and then the Kingsman Report on Facebook. So I'm going to go ahead and sign off here. Um, you guys have a blessed day. And until next time, y'all bless. holiday tips and fun facts from Paul, Kristen, and Dexter at Total Wine & More. Did you know there are over 10,000 wine grape varieties worldwide? Here's to thousands of gift possibilities. My go-to holiday wine is Chardonnay. I love it with turkey and potatoes. Pile on the gravy. Let me show you our more than 8,000 party-perfect wines that are in your budget and out of this world. Whether you're entertaining or just bringing the wine, we'd love to share our always low prices and ridiculous selection with you this holiday. Now offering same-day delivery at TotalWine.com. Cheers! Right now, when you come in and switch to T-Mobile, you get the amazing iPhone 11 Pro on us with iPhone XS trade-in. Ah, aren't these mountains majestic? Joe, are you even looking? I'm posting these amazing pics I took with my iPhone 11 Pro. It has three cameras. Whoa, those pics are amazing. And you have service too? T-Mobile. Their newest signal goes farther than ever before. Uh, then you can look up whether these are bear tracks, right? Or we could just run. Come to a T-Mobile store today and get iPhone 11 Pro on us with iPhone XS trade-in. And right now, get four lines for just 30 bucks a line with AutoPay. Switch today. Contact us if you cancel or credits may stop in full price due, plus taxes and fees via 24 monthly credits for well-qualified customers with qualifying service and finance agreement. Zero down with trade-in plus 3125 times 24 months. Pre-credit price, 999.99. 0% APR while supplies last.